y'all it's my birthday tomorrow so i'm going out yeah it's my birthday i'm turning old as fuck so basically i'm going out so chantel's taking over for tonight and i'm excited to have with one of my best friends mr antoine yeah antoine how about what maybe two years ago him and i were both playing together shout out to the so
in communities ravaged by violence, whether it's drug use, whatever the case may be. But how do you go from that to where we are today, where we are the producer, and I have this methodology to it? At what point did you say, no, nah, this is, I'm, I'm about to It always been in me. It ain't like it was never there. It's just you around something, so environment. It's what you naturally get attuned and you get accustomed to. So when I'm seeing homeless doing certain things, I'm involved in that space along with them. Yeah. But so what always in me. So what, what was the tip of you could have been one of those stories that right. went the other direction. So to push in a more positive direction where we can have you around a little bit longer. Ready. Truthfully, I don't think I would have ever ended up one of those stories. Really? Because I've all, like I said, it's always been in me. I always looked at Stuff that people was doing, like, yeah, that's stupid. Like, why would I do that? You want to get yourself killed? You want to go to jail? All these different things. I know that wasn't a faith that I wanted to have. My uncle said he went to college for 13 years. That's what we call a prison. Oh, wow. So he transitioned his mindset from that and being able to go and see him there several times as I was growing up and having a godfather that was there. I saw what it was like. People being stuff, they can't be home. It's different life experiences mm. always knew that wouldn't be me seeing friends pass away on violence and stuff it was just happenstance i just so happened not to go with them that day when things went wrong but um wow always always knew that i'd be doing something like this because like i said you have to be intentional about listening to people speak impulses speak about the actual being intentional whether it's with your Forming friendships, investing in friendships. Yeah. And so I found myself in this intentional space. I wanted to claim what you were expressing, what you were admitting now. And so that's what I, I was say it's like anointing on your life. Not just like city. What was your personality like? Because now you are Zen hmm, Buddhist. But were you like this as a kid? And yeah. I mean, I'm telling you. The funny thing, too, is that people used to always think like, I used to have really long hair. For whatever reason, they would always think all the girls, man. Uh, what a girl is that? Yeah, you might even think about it. I'm thinking about, thinking about Literally. Thinking about my future, art, what I want to do. I want to, you know. Wanna, so you've been dreaming. I've been. I've been on that. I feel path. that. say fatherlessness misplaced i'll use that word misplaced i'll use that word misplaced so okay. you know okay. my idea of what it should have been mm. wasn't what it was i got you so for me it was just it was misplaced Definitely. and it's something that even with my son we've experienced a little bit of misplacement he lives on the uh, east coast with his mom but the difference for me and what i know i experienced is that connection, that bond, that, that relationship that, is that there. Relationship with, and it looks differently, too. Solid. There are so many ways now to stay in touch with a child that lives in a different city, in a different state. And like you said, have those tight bonds and those relationships through your actual conversations. I wonder how things would have been. So I didn't grow up in a household 
with my biological father. My mother was single for a part of the time, but the other part of the time, she was married to someone who was not my father. So it's like I can say that my father was not in my life. My biological father was not in my life. And there were periods that I had a father, but that continues to be part of the conversation in our communities where people feel as there is this attack on Black families in particular, on families, but Black families even more. Do you feel like there is an increase in participation, or do you feel like there is a dis- decrease in participation in Black homes? Do you feel like Black couples are standing together, are being intentional about staying with one another? What's your thoughts on that? I don't really know if it's really. I can't quantify whether it, it, it is or isn't. But from my experience, I see that a lot of people are just misguided on what what a relationship is supposed to be like. What a relationship. What you know. Mother sacrifice to say, okay, I'm down here, living over here. I know the opportunities are limited as far as me being able to grow in the potential that I had there. And let me go ahead and experience something different and move out so that way I can be able to show my son that he can do the same thing. So many people get stuck in crap living in the community mm-hmm. and they never leave that little square, 10 square mile radius. It's, it's, that's what they have their whole entire life. And so for me, I stepped outside of that. Mm. saw a lot of different things. So stepping outside of your ring. physical environment, you don't want to sound as though they're bragging or you're about people who don't expose themselves to new content, new material, new environments too often, but you do see the value. You see the value of that, that growth and that transformation. Sometimes it's uncomfortable, but I tell people all the time, especially young people, leaving the city of Fort Myers, Florida, was the best decision that I made. Because it gave me uh, a time to see myself outside of my environment, to figure out who I was and what I cared about, which isn't, hey, you didn't get me time to make mistakes, but I was like, my mama and everybody being in my face. And what do you consider mistakes? Why do you say so, mistakes? So, the reason I call them a mistake, when I was a teacher in China, we had this big sign on the board it's okay to make mistakes. So, the things that I consider mistakes are times when I legit did too much in a circumstance and it almost got me killed mm. yeah like i have a story and i'm just gonna put it out there but i have a story of where i took something from somebody i took up what i thought was a brownie wow and you know here's the tax that come along with something when you have a brownie and some extra stuff in that brownie and i think i could have died there. Just because of just doing too much. <laughs> so just the mistake which ignorance, those mishaps, those accidents, those unfortunate events that bring you really close to a permanent ending. Because we can bounce back from things, but these situations we change in our life. So that did not happen here. And just so many moments where I felt that I had the opportunity to just evolve without the judgment. Uh, people, I mean, I still face that judgment, but I 
going up in the black church. My family is my brother's family. And then, guess what? I'm a whole lesbian in this street. And I didn't just become that way overnight. So it's that period of just, who are you? What are you here about? But that was tough for me. That was tough for me in the relationship that I lived with people in uh, my hometown, people in my country, that within my family, that was a tough concept to embrace, knowing that so many people were anti-that lifestyle. And even right. for myself, I mean, I grew up in the church, so even me having that conversation with others too, after years about how this is wrong, God does not want this, God does not, this and the third kind of echoing the same expressions that I heard growing up in the Black church, growing up in the faith, and the level of judgment that you see, but it's almost like that elephant in the room, right? Because so many Black musicians and, and Black musical figures in our culture, so I don't know if you grew up in the church. Did you grow I up went to church, but not But you can understand like, that culture of God, this ain't what we do, this is not what we promote, this is not what we embrace, and you're living this way, and I'm comfortable, and I'm here now in your skin and in my skin, but man, the journey of getting to this point, the inner conflict, the conflict with friends and loved ones, and the conflict with faith, and just seeing how I gave myself, I intentionally gave myself the gift of pushing myself to understand and learn different things. And this came all throughout the years. This wasn't this is not necessarily tied to the story about me coming out as a lesbian with but pushing out with those things. That's another thing I like about you. I don't get too many black men around here hollering about Buddhism and the concept, the beautiful concept that I love about Buddhism and it teaches attachment is linked to suffering. But we are we suffer. And so when I again encountered the news, I don't know how I found out it was on the board. I don't know if I said it in a book, but I said I can respect that. But yeah, that conversation was made in culture and just the evolution, but so many mistakes were made. I don't know if you're So Buddhism, we can throw the identity on it, right? Buddhist. I don't really think I'm Buddhist. I'm just somebody that studies that studies Buddhism. I don't follow it to an everyday standard of I do understand some of the principles, some of the lessons in it, and I and it resonates in my life. It's just like Definitely. some people who, who go to church and things like that, right. Christianity, um, they may identify as Christian, but for right. me, it's like you can't really put nothing on me because I, I understand I, all of it. That's why I've been for a very long time. A lot of us identify as Christian, but we don't really understand the concept of Christian and Christian Islam. In my opinion, the family kind of because I think that I had the kind of Christian upbringing that I had. I hated it at the time. Hmm. And I was going to the Christian school, so it was all straight. And for me, I felt like it stifled a lot of creativity. Like, I knew as a child that I liked running my mouth. I liked a lot of adults felt like my mother allowed me to be too outspoken when I was a kid. Like, they, wow. she, they felt, why are you allowing? But anyway, nevertheless, like I said, I gave myself the gift of exploring different faiths. And when I say exploring, not, oh, let me put on a cloak of Hinduism and let me put on a cloak of 
it resonates with me. It's into me. That's how I came into some of the teachings of Buddhism because I was going through a breakup and I was obsessing. Tell me about it. I was obsessing. Listen. Over this breakup. Listen. That's how my book, Since You Never Loved Me, got wrote. That's what it's about. Like, I'm going to tell you about this. Since you never loved me, I was going through a period of I was dating somebody, things didn't mm-hmm. turn out as I imagined, and I was just trying to understand like I had this girl to tour my film, coming mm-hmm. in love, things were going right. I'm just saying to myself, like, oh my god, why do you experience experiencing stuff like this? Like when I'm almost there, mm-hmm. it's like it's being snatched away or this and that, and these things I truly desire. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I started learning Clean. a little bit more about Buddhism yes. and attachment and being able to, and, and desires and right. the desires we have and the things that we should. Definitely. You shouldn't desire. Then I even start moving into one of my. I don't think I knew that about you. I don't think I knew that how you came to have some sort of relationship with this concept. Yeah, I really like. I, I was. I had already started looking into some stuff, but then it just really, it really threw me into it. When I, yeah, I'm telling you. When things fall apart. When things fall apart. The children. Wow, you Lord, and 
for me to grasp. grasp. All of this stuff is temporary, but then it gives you kind of this absence, like a relief. I can let go of things because I know that they are meant to change. They are meant to. I, I have more gratitude for them when I have them. And that's another thing, possession. I started to use the word possession. And we don't possess anything. We don't possess jurisdiction over a person, their experiences, their over their heart. And I think relationships kind of, the way I grew up in relationships, how we stick out, we work through it, we blah, blah, blah. And that somebody owed me an explanation for how they were showing up in the relationship. I just I could not fathom the inconsistency that particular relationship. But anyway, yeah. you asked me to get me up here talking about all my parents. You told me that I could ask you questions. You can, <laughs> but um, listen, no, but, I, but hey, that's, but you know what, love is one of those things that I have not, not had the opportunity to address love and love, and that's actually one of my favorite topics in the world, is <clears> my relationships <throat> and the stories that I can tell, like love literally changed my life. And I'm talking about romantic love because there's a love that's like, oh, love is love. It's so rich and beautiful and complicated, but it's so patient and it's so kind. And that's why I tell people for a minute, we're about to wrap it up in so much. Tell people how they can connect to you, how they can connect to your work, whether it be hush or soon. Oh, tell us about when the, the film is coming back around. Right. It's coming back to Fort Myers. Tell us how we can stay connected to you. Tell us about your books. Tell us. Where we can connect with you. You can connect with me, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you can go to the website, K38 Films. That's letter A, number three. Films.com. Uh, the books, you can find them on Amazon.com. You Never Love Me, Reticent, Summer Soul and Despair, The Orchard of Sentiment. Which one is like the like, It's uh, She Never Loved Me. That that's, that's a really great book. And then I have another book from called the we and us the we and us which talks about the connection between us as energetic beings wow so like you said that mirror reflection you we being able to see the we and us the we and mm-hmm. us mm, to be Lift it. Because you you were able to bless our stay tonight on Juice Fresh Talk Podcast.
just wrote a post about that. People always say, what's next? Nothing. You what's know. next is what's next. I think a lot of times people want to jump to what's next is because they're competing with other people. They're looking at what other people are doing. Happy with the right, you're not even focusing on what's going on so right here. I love the present. See, that's the thing. I love the Wake up and say that you love the present. I love the present. You know, you have to learn to practice to be in the present. At least I do. I've learned to value the present a lot more. The present is kind of boring sometimes. So I'd rather like visualize by the future or just rewind arguments from the past. Life seems low key boring sometimes. Yeah, see, and that's I've been breaking out those habits. Like I catch myself thinking about, man, this person really. I'm not white. I'm not. Well, I be, when I do listen, but you get to do that in the next situation.